Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's talk was edited and adapted from Invincible Power by John Henry Remmers, published in 1922. When the clouds were blackest and the fate of America hung in the balance, Abraham Lincoln, in his serene way, will look into the downcast faces all about him, then smile and tell a humorous tale. Statesmen were astounded at this president, who dared smile in the face of apparent disaster. But Lincoln knew that above the clouds, the sun is perpetually shining. He knew that the divine has never allowed a just cause permanently to go down before an unjust one. It was his sincere belief that if we live in harmony with truth and at all times retain our sense of humor, things would positively work out for the best. In this manner, the great Lincoln made patience easy and reinforced his faith for every hour of trial. Not many souls have passed through greater trials than Lincoln. Therefore, when the clouds hide the sunshine for a time, and you find yourself in the shadow, by all means hang on to your sense of humor, renew your vow of faith, and things will positively adjust themselves well for you. When life appears to be going against us, our first inclination is to frown and become irritable. This state of mind causes confusion and leads to despair, throwing us out of harmony with faith. We lose the power of receptiveness and are unable to receive the divine message and strength, which would otherwise lead us out of the darkness back into the light. On the other hand, when things seem all wrong, and we hold on to faith, reinforced by a sense of humor and a smile of confidence, we retain our receptive mood and positively, very often swiftly, receive the intelligence to solve those problems confronting us. If you truly wish to live successfully, it is important that you retain always your sense of humor. Of course, there are times for seriousness and also solemnity, but do not allow any occurrence or condition to so burden your mind that you lose your sense of humor. In other words, do not look upon life too seriously. It is only a burden if you make it so. Why does a bird fly to the topmost branches of a tree? and sing so joyfully. Think this over. My answer is that the little life, knowing no shame nor make-believe, is in perfect harmony with the divine plan, and therefore finds what most people strive a lifetime for and never find, happiness. I'm sure that you well know how after a hearty laugh, you actually feel refreshed, lighter of spirit, and more vigorous. This proves that laughter is beneficial to both spirit and body, and what is beneficial to spirit and body is certainly most beneficial to progress. 
Therefore, as progress and happiness are your basic desires, realize that a sense of humor is far more helpful than an attitude of ultra-seriousness. Learn to laugh, and to laugh often. Look about, observe life, and you will be surprised by the many amusing incidents which occur on every side. You will begin to view mortal existence from a different angle and wonder why so many people go through life with a frown on their faces. Avoid the tragic, the morbid side of life as much as possible. Never read nor listen to a description of crime. By reading or listening to a description of crime, you temporarily leave the ideal plane of life and drop to a lower plane. A reaction takes place, and the more often this occurs, the more difficult it is to retain your equilibrium. This fact is most clearly demonstrated by watching a movie that deals mostly with an ugly crime. You leave the theater in a depressed manner, and it takes some time before the ugliness which you saw leaves your mind. Why darken your existence by seeking the shadows? Stay in the sunlight of ideal life, for even there an occasional cloud passes, such as the loss of a loved one, a friend, or finding a family in terrible poverty. Tears that fall for these are the purest gems of love and will not tend to lower your plane of life but serve to make it more ideal. Sensational divorces, extravagant hilarities of the idle rich, robberies, murders, and the like are all in one pot and should be dumped with the balance of the refuse. The mind is the garden of your soul. Keep it clean. Continuous contact with iniquity through reading or in any other manner develops brain cells accordingly, and not only tends to weaken your sense of humor, but retards the growth of your personality, thereby holding you back from that which you desire most, true success and genuine happiness. Seek ever for the pleasant and elevating things of life. There is always more sunshine than rain. Remember this and retain your sense of humor. Learn to discriminate between all things which are directly responsible for success or failure. Compare them, and then choose those which tend to lead you on to better things, and discard those which are destructive in their action. For example, the direct opposite of a sense of humor is a sense of ultra-seriousness. The first keeps the mind in a healthy mood, simplifies our daily tasks, makes friends for us, brightens our lives, and lends to progress and happiness, while the second is a continuous drain on vitality, takes the joy out of work, darkens our outlook upon life, and leads to morbidness. In viewing things in this light, the light of comparison, you obtain a clear concept of the factors which oppose each other 
and go to make up the elements of constructiveness and destructiveness. You realize fully that on the one side lies success, while on the other side lies failure. And as you form this habit of viewing things in this way, it becomes an easy matter after a while to quickly choose those things that are constructive. For you readily see that the others are destructive. This method, if applied, gives you immense power. Because by it you fully realize that there are two great elements which control life. And by comparison, you gain the wisdom to choose, retaining what is good for your progress, and casting aside that which is harmful and destructive. In this manner you acquire a clear conception of life. You can calmly compare all things, and with confidence wisely choose only those which build a personality, those that vibrate with power, attract success, and win for you the greatest prize of all, happiness. Now that you see by comparison that a sense of humor is a logical requirement for success, is it not a folly to go on living day by day in a mood of ultra-seriousness? You may say, but I am not extremely serious. Maybe not, but most people are and do not realize it. You may be one of these. So let us see. Look into a mirror and study your face. Then ask yourself the following questions. Do my eyes sparkle with a genuine joy of life? Do I laugh from my heart or just amid a funny noise? Can I tell a good story in a way that others enjoy? Do my acquaintances enjoy talking with me? Or do they merely say hi and pass on? Does the mischief of a neighbor's child annoy me? Or bring me fond memories of a time in my own life? These are a few test questions. Answer them sincerely, and the truth of one of two things will grip you. Either you possess a sense of humor, or you are living in a mood of ultra-seriousness. An old man once said, I have had many troubles in my life, but most of them never happened. Remember that. Yes, life presents its problems. It would not be worthwhile otherwise. But an overdose of seriousness magnifies them. And in this manner we are often cowed by an imaginary giant. And in the dread of our illusion, turn back on the road of progress. So at all times retain your sense of humor, have faith, and you will calmly view life's problems in their true light, unafraid, whereas ultra-seriousness will give them the appearance of barriers to block your way, when in reality they are nothing more than stepping stones on the road of greater progress. It was said of Benjamin Franklin that his cheerfulness spread around him like a perpetual spring. It was unremitting and seemed to be as much the effect of a systematic and salutary exercise of the mind as of its superior organization. His wit was of the first order, 
it did not show itself merely in occasional flashes of brilliance, but without any effort or force on his part, it shed a constant stream of purest light over the whole of his discourse. If therefore you sincerely desire success, there is but one method and none other. Uproot the weeds of failure, turn the soil with the plow of truth, and with the same faith that you would plant a grain of mustard seed, plant likewise the seeds of love, order, humor, friendship, and you will live to enjoy a plentiful life. There can be no argument against this theory, because it has been handed down to us by the noblest souls that have ever lived.